It's March 4th, 2023, and welcome to episode 77 of the Baby Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server now and again to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I'm Paul, and I am joined by Kevin. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Kevin. <laughs> and Maggie. Hi, Kevin. I'm Maggie. All right. Off to a brilliant start. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a month. You might recall that uh, last month, I don't know, what what we got Metal Kingdom last time and we mm-hmm. talked a bit about that. Yes. We have now made it through February and we have gotten the next new single. So maybe we can start with talking yes. about that. Although there's a bunch of stuff that's happened. It's uh, you, you can tell that we're kind of in the ramp up to uh-huh. a, a release. Mm. Things are happening. Heck yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> i'm excited so anyway so like paul was saying we did get a new release and it is called light and darkness and for those playing the baby Mm -hmm. metal game you are aware that they played this for the first time at their prior show and that was the first time we actually got Mm -hmm. to hear it so that's pretty awesome and i will tell you that that song does not disappoint (laughs) i like it a lot (laughs) It is really, really good. Excellent. I recommend listening to it if you have not yet, which, you know, teach your own. But yeah, it's very, um, I don't know. I feel like it has a little bit of a, like a drum and bass DDR kind of sound to it myself. And it's just, it's really catchy. It's really good. And I think it's probably one of my, one of the, on the top of the list of releases so far. So there's my two cents. <laughs> That's exciting. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely has a, a different sound um mm-hmm. but it, it but it does you, i think you're right that it continues with the there's a quite a bit of electronicness in there yes very very much so which does not bother me any <laughs> yeah no it's it's um it is definitely a different style it i gave it a few listens before i you know i mean as as with all the other ones it took it took a few before i was really sort of confident in but in it but i um it stuck with it stuck in my head pretty well. I mean, like yes. even after I'd heard it, um, you know, as I was not listening to it, I was still somehow listening to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been pretty well stuck in my head for the, for the last few weeks, even at work. <laughs> and we got a, a MV out of it as well. Uh, I guess they didn't call it an MV; they just called it official. But at any rate, it is uh, more live footage yes. from that show. So I don't know, Kevin. What did, what did you think? You you have you've sort of lived with the song longer, I suppose. But you know, I have lived with it a little bit longer. Um, I, it's definitely better live. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of criticism of it not being I don't know not being metal, not being baby metal, not being not being mm-hmm. period. I don't know. I disagree with all that. Yeah. On the, on the basis that they can do whatever the heck they want, and that's what makes the group the group. Mm-hmm. I agree. If that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. Um, and I think, you know, we still don't have the context of the album. And I think it's also important to remember this. This isn't the fourth album. This is the in-between album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so my ex- my expectations are completely different as this isn't the like the direct follow-up to Metal Galaxy, right? This is this is the let's throw out. We've had, we've had these ideas for years. Let's throw out some stuff and see what we like and what's fun to record and what, what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it is sort of, you know, exploring sort of dark, somewhat, I don't know, deeper, darker, you know, mm-hmm. ideas. Deeper mainly more than darker. But I mean, this this one in particular is kind of, you know, talking about whatever, interplay of, of uh, light and darkness and, and you know, mm-hmm. sort of depression and coming out of it and that sort of thing. So. Mm-hmm. They were even talking about, I'll be, I'm kind of jumping the gun a little bit, but there was a, um, article that had come out in a Japanese magazine and I cannot remember which one it was but we'll talk about it later mm-hmm. with bringing up the title of it but uh, they did mention that this is probably more of the on the darker side of, of their normal MO it's a little bit on the darker side than they're used to so they were like kind of struggling with you know how to how to you know present that and stuff so it's but I, I think I think we've we've pretty well taken that away from from this so far is it's very i don't want to say brooding so it's not really brooding per se but it's very dark baby metal <laughs> which is yeah, interesting I, would, I, I sort of 
I guess I sort of think of it as not so much dark as as you know contemplative or philosophical or something. You know, it's it's okay. um it's it's deep deep rather than dark, but it okay. you know includes everything. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, that that makes that makes better sense actually. Because it is still you know the, the message of it and overall is kind of kind of positive, but true. You know, coming out of the coming out of the confusion, <laughs> um, right. supported by whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it's interesting, I, you know. So I'm I'm looking at the the MV going by as as we're talking about this, and um, one thing that I did notice about it is is um, it's they're all quite serious, you know. They're all they're all um, it's a, it's an interesting look, you know. They're all kind of like doing the thing, um, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's part of the like that's part of the intent. It's not uh, that they've lost track of how to have fun. I think that this particular song warrants that attitude but th- there's mm. a uh, there's a particular sort of move in the middle that uh that you can see like um mo and momoka doing they're doing this strange sort of like hip shake thing but with a oh. super serious look <laughs> you know sort of like you know here, here's the place where we do this thing and it's a uh, it's super effective <laughs> i know which one you're talking about yeah yeah you're saying they used hip shake and it was super effective it's weird looking it's the specifically the expression that goes along with it you know it's like all right you know well, now we're doing the thing <laughs> i guess so yeah i'm 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 definitely glad that we got this with the visuals mm-hmm. i think that helped this a lot even if it is the studio audio over it mm-hmm. gotta buy that blu-ray yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like Live would definitely. I agree with Kevin. Live is definitely going to make it even even a little bit better. Just the the loud bass and behind it. I don't. I would think it mm-hmm. it'll it'll expand it a little bit more. I, don't know. I saw there was um you know something sort of like a reaction, something sort of like an analysis by. Um, decodec decodec um of of the you know basically somehow with whatever you know sort of machine he uses to do that he split out the tracks so that you could sort of hear things um isolated and that actually mm. was quite interesting you know like like hearing just the drums just the uh backing vocals um and the effects that were on them and stuff i, I i'm amazed that it's possible to pull that apart that well but but it was it was pretty effective and i think it doing that really leads to a deeper appreciation of the music uh you know some of that stuff can get buried under yeah like you're paying attention to other stuff uh and i normally don't hear it but you know like these others it's well constructed mm-hmm. i was just like i said i just i think it's in my in my in my top maybe not baby metal songs of all time but definitely up there as far as the album is concerned so far so now that's interesting. The lyrics, by the way, are in in the uh, video. So you know, uh, as, as before, under the first comment, they're all they're all in Japanese. Uh, so you would either have to look at a translation of it or run it through DeepL or something. But um, but you do we do at least have access to those. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's interesting to look at them while you're you know like to sort of read along with them while you're watching the the choreography because it does you know the, the choreography fits well as usual. You know, there's a lot of, you know, as doors in the lyrics are being opened, they are gesturing opening doors, <laughs> sort of thing. Mm-hmm. As you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always been kind of like, I've felt differently about the choreography as of late, but maybe, maybe part of it is because I don't read into the lyrics as much as I should. Because I know that's like Mikiko's, Mikio's? Mikiko's, Mikiko, yeah. Mikiko. I know that's kind of her her thing is that she does more not necessarily with rhythms but she does more with what's what's the lyrics you know bases it on that more more than anything so maybe maybe i need to read into that a bit more yeah well again i sort of felt like i gained appreciation by looking at them together you know like i Mm -hmm. i had seen the thing and i'd read the things but but you know it was it's interesting to put them together and and see what they're doing Mm -hmm. fair um, enough what the inspiration was so yeah um I don't. Know, I, I guess I didn't really have that much more to say. But um, Kevin, what you said reminded me that it might be worth mentioning that that you were you were on um, with AJ Hartley and and Funny Toss uh, talking about what were you talking about? <laughs> I mean, basically the show, right? And the 
basically the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't gone to see that, go see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Finish. You can finish listening to this first, but then, then go there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or save it for the morning for some of you late birds. <laughs> yep. That's exciting. We have one more left, I guess, mm-hmm. um, that should be released before the uh, the actual, the you know, the Fox Day and shows and album release and stuff. I, I assume they're going to release it before the album. <laughs> mm-hmm. So here in the next couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, because I think they were supposed to do five, right? Yeah, they were supposed to do five and one was going to be in March. Um, but it occurs to me that the album will be out before March is over. So, so it's going to be right. So it's going to be here in the, the first... next two weeks. We'll be getting a new song, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is cool. So soon, so soon, right yeah. around the time this goes live, most likely, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works here. We release something, and then of course something new happens. Yep, <laughs> we're the we're the bringers of good news. <laughs> we cause it to happen somewhere between when we record <laughs> and when it comes out. Something new happens yes yeah so i guess we're we know the legend is the song that we've that we in the general sense have heard before you know that 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 was played at the show and has not been released and so if they follow the pattern so far they would release that one as the as the next whatever it is single plausible new song yes it's plausible i having having you know kind of heard it from the show i don't think it wouldn't be my choice no. um, it doesn't i, I feel like mm. it doesn't really stand alone very much it really does feel like you know this is the end of a show kind of a song and not and not uh a thing that you know you just you want to come up on your shuffle <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's fair enough so i don't know I, what that means is i don't know what to predict but i think if i were running the thing i would pick something other other than that to be new song number five mm-hmm. i hate the way you phrase that <laughs> I guess basically something that would um uh build the hype just a little bit, you know, in ad- in advance of the album coming mm-hmm. out. Something with a little bit more energy. Well, to be fair, we are assuming True. There's nothing stopping them from releasing something completely different. True. Yep, yep. And there are definitely a couple of things on there that we believe are more energetic. Yes. Right. Like metalism and yes, some others. So, oh, speaking of that, maybe I could turn to the next thing that I have written down here, which is that they have started driving trucks around Japan. <laughs> you, you guys seen these? Yeah, I have seen yeah, these. These they've, they've done them before for other short. Yeah, they've done them for other shows too, mm-hmm. where basically they're blasting baby metal music out, and the trucks has like an advertisement of, I, I, I the one that, that comes to mind from before this current one is the one for um this is a long time ago but metal resistance uh because they had i think Mm -hmm. it had the limited edition picture on the truck if i'm not mistaken it's been so long but that's the one i kind of remember most of all but i know they've Mm -hmm. done it for other Mm -hmm. stuff too they definitely did it for tokyo dome yeah the one first one that comes to mind for me is tokyo dome was it tokyo okay fair enough but they probably did it for metal resistance too that's just not the one that immediately sprang to mind Mm -hmm. fair enough but yeah, basically it has a, a wraparound and it's the it's the one that we've seen for, advertised for the for the new show, which is the two girls in the coffin with the third coffin in the background with the red, bright red. Um, mm-hmm. It has that. And then they're they're basically looping through that um, one audio where it flips through each of the 10 songs, like to the short snippets. Um, they're playing that along with, with oh, like the track. a little preview. Yeah, the preview. Yeah, mm-hmm. although it's more it's more than that though. There's 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 stuff that wasn't in the preview that the truck played. <laughs> so, oh, wait, really? Yeah, so people, you know, people have been like chasing around to like <laughs> trying to trying to catch it at a at a oh. stop <laughs> and, you know, record bits of it. I didn't realize that. I thought they just played that. I just thought they played the 10 song preview. Oh, weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's still as far as I can tell it's still not it's not like they're playing the entire album. Mm-mm, but mm-mm. there's mm-hmm. there's stuff that the trucks have played that uh, that we hadn't heard before. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. So that's interesting. Always seemed like such a wasteful thing. I mean, like I'd, I'd be pretty annoyed if like the traffic's all backed up, and you know you're trying to get somewhere, and you know the reason you can't get somewhere is because the roads are clogged with advertising trucks. Yeah. <laughs> Doing nothing but just advertising. But Fair enough. anyway, it's still fun though. They're not the only ones doing it. Let me tell you, those trucks are super common. Oh, really? Right. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. I mean, I would assume so if they're doing something like that. Okay. 
I just don't recall when I've been over to Japan. I just didn't. I don't think I ever saw one. Or if I did, I just it just came mm-hmm. out left ear, right ear. I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see. Yeah, there's um there's a few things that are uh, have been announced as well. There's a uh, in the UK, Rough Trade is having a, a album listening event a couple of days ahead of the release. So on March 22nd, if if you're in the UK, you can go get tickets to that to go sit in a room with people and listen to the album ahead of time. Which is cool. I think I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm a little jealous of that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kind of sitting here waiting, like, maybe they'll announce something over here, but I don't see that happening, honestly. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it does seem like it's a it's a fairly low cost thing to do. I mean, like, it's mm-hmm. not even like simultaneously streaming concerts in a theater or anything like that. You know, just mm-hmm. yeah. you, you need some speakers <laughs> and a room. Pretty much. You know? Exactly. It's not really a thing in the in the states. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Um, no, I don't think I have either. Is that either. a thing in Europe? Europeans in chat is that in chat is that a thing? I think Rough Trade does this with some regularity, but I don't know if that's a thing beyond them. Mm, I see. So not a thing in Europe either. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I also I wonder. Know... I would. Oh, go ahead. I was just thinking, if they were to do it in the U.S., I wonder where. I mean, like, I mean, I, I could imagine either they do it in like a hundred places, or mm-hmm. they do it someplace I can't get to. You know, I mean, it might be right. like yeah. New York and L.A. Exactly. And it's like there's really not any big, like, huge record stores. Um, there's a lot of like in- indie ones, which brings up another point. Um, they are releasing another vinyl. But this time it's a it's a white is it white I think it's a straight white yeah. vinyl yeah, it is. that they're only releasing at indie stores which is kind of cool. Um, but I forgot all about that. I forgot to put that in the notes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a record it's, store day thing again. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, and the closest one to me is like twenty miles away, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Well, it's not um, so bad. It's not really. It's really not. But it's you know still <laughs> goes to a concert in Japan. Can't go twenty miles. <laughs> I was just thinking I, that. I, 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 yes, I, I, <laughs> fair enough. No, 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 really 20 miles really isn't a big thing for me. Like I've, I've traveled hours and hundreds and hundreds of miles. So it's, it's not a big deal, but it just, it would be nice if the store was a little closer. I could go there more often is what I'm saying, yeah. but either way, um, the only like place I could think of right off the top of my head would be like FYE, but I don't think FYE really does anything like that that I'm aware of off the top, you know, that I'm that I know of. But I'm not even sure what that is. FYE for your entertainment. They're they're the ones who sold the lunchbox. Yeah, they're the ones who uh, had the, the Metal right. Galaxy lunchbox. Yeah. I do recall the lunchbox because I don't know of any other like large places, so I I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to find a, a link to that. Um, because, yeah, so there, when you go to the, the link, which I did find, it will give a list of like, it'll ask you, you know, to reveal your location to it. And then it will give you a bunch of places that are sort of mm-hmm. within some amount of distance. So I've got ones that are like between 12 and 40 miles away. Um, mm-hmm. But there are a couple in there that allow you to pre-order them. Um, mm-hmm. So if you if you go through there you can they they don't i don't think they guarantee it but basically mm-hmm. the, you you can pre-order them and they they will try to get them and if they get them they will sh- ship it to you so mm-hmm. uh, which is probably to- almost as good a guarantee as anything because uh you never know for sure which store is going to have it you kind of have to call ahead exactly so i think they if if i remember correctly because i i, I did go to a record store for something i can't remember which release it was distortion probably that's I, the, I, I remember been. that one being a uh, record store day one. Yeah, it might that have been that right. one because they had to, I think they have to like kind of pre-plan like what will actually sell, but they have the yeah. opportunity to get something if they feel like it will sell, I think, the put it in yeah. order for their store, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to get my the closest store that I have a call and see see if i can get it because i wasn't planning on getting the vinyl but now this 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 is going on i'm like ah, maybe yeah. this is supporting a local store <laughs> yeah i do appreciate that 
it is, and they, they've been pretty good about that. I mean, they, I think they've had this is maybe the third record store day they've participated in. They did Distortion, and they did one before. I think the like the red the red vinyl from I think the red vinyl from the first album was a record store day one. Mm, I think so. Um, that sounds right. So. I do remember going to the, you know, I actually, you know, stood out out in line in the cold, <laughs> to get, you know, outside a record store to I get distortion, do. and there were, I think, they, I think they had three, and I got one of them. Nice. nice. Be more curious if they actually sold all three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I was, I got there early because you know that's that's the uh, culture of this do. fan base, <laughs> right? <laughs> True. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I would have felt bad buying more than just the one just in case there was somebody further back in line that wanted it <laughs> right exactly anyway yeah no that's that is a that's pretty cool um who knows how many there will be but uh mm-hmm. and i certainly ha- i have not i've not gone in on collecting all the different color vinyls that uh yeah that's, no it's a tall order for this one that's way too many <laughs> it's there's now i think like 15 at this point i think yeah that's nuts yeah it's like even there's there's one collector like heavy duty collector that I know and I know Kevin knows him too but he's even like yeah I'm I'm out this there's no way I'm doing it <laughs> yeah way too many yeah there's yeah. just way I mean, too I have, many I have a bunch but uh, I mean what is there there's the gold silver and bronze there's the black and white there's the the white one they just announced. Mm-hmm. The bronze one they keep they 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 seem to have reissued in some sense like you can you can still buy them somehow. Um, there's a clear one I think. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, SD metal in the chat says the there were picture discs also that were record store day items. Yeah, but I th- um, thought mm. I thought that was specifically for Japan though. Maybe. The- yeah, the record store day is, is not um is not global. I mean like there's a there's one that, like the one we're talking about is I think largely a US thing. But the um I think the red first album was yeah, like a Europe record store yeah, day. Yeah, there was a Europe one. record store day thing, yeah. And then yeah, the other three picture ones were I believe for Japan record store day. Hmm. That sounds right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what else we have? Oh, they did a couple of spots for Spotify. Um, mm-hmm. so like, like little videos of, of them, you know, whatever, encouraging you to listen to them and on Spotify. Yes. <laughs> yes. Those were great. It was cute. Yeah. I loved it. It sounds like they are in a giant auditorium. <laughs> I mean, it was super, <laughs> super reverby. Um, and so it almost certainly was at, Akahari Messi, uh, you know, before the show yeah. that they recorded that while they were dressed up. Mm-hmm. Insane in the chat uh, suggested that it, there was another one for Amazon Music, which I think that is right. I think there were, I think there there was were two. I think there was a Spotify one and an Amazon Music one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was. Yeah, for Amazon Music Japan, yeah. They did a great one back in when Metal Galaxy was released uh, for Amazon Music, where they, where oh, they for Alexa? tried to get Alexa. That one was excellent. So cute. <laughs> yeah. And the thing I always thought was the funniest about it is that uh, they seemed both so surprised. Well, for, Sue seemed very surprised when Alexa succeeded in playing the album, which really makes it seem like this is take 45. And, uh-huh. you know, like Moa's like, just sort of like, Oh, I have to smile again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It seemed real. It seemed real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It I like was to excellent. think that was that was their fourth spin on a promo. They had recorded all the other ones for the album earlier, and that was the last one before they got to go home. And it took a hundred tries. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my head cannon on that one. Yeah, it, mine agrees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we have. Uh, so coming up, we have. We have the album release on what the twenty fourth, right? We have the the twenty second is the album listening. The twenty fourth is the official release. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oh. there's a chance that it might get mailed out slightly earlier, but um, at any rate, it'll be right around then. And then Wawa was going to play the Makari Messi show at uh, on March twenty fifth. So, yes. Nice. Um, that will be the the first availability of a of a pro shot 
for that. Um, and we have a trailer for that as well. So we have a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of professional shot video, um, even outside those uh, MVs that we got. Oh, and I mm-hmm. guess we have actually live audio then in those cases too. Yes. I should hope so. So Yeah. Yeah. One would only yeah, hope. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was only just thinking that even the songs that we already had the videos for, it's still different because the, they've got the, the real audio this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's short. It shows a couple of things. Um, I think we, I think we know that monochrome's in there and, you know, it's, few other things but we we don't know for example if doki doki morning is in there everyone is speculating that'll get cut yeah <laughs> i think yeah i think that'll get cut for the blu-ray it's always a challenge to try to figure out how to watch this um you know because it's it's actually not very easy to get wow uh outside of no. japan Mm-mm, and i have not. tried i have so uh what i used to do what i did in the past was there was something called for joy tv which before that was called fuji tv and it's it's kind of a i would say sort of like a gray market rebroadcaster <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> um you, you know you you think it costs money it's a subscription um and they will send the video to you like a cable provider would um but i'm i'm never quite convinced that it's licensed um and it's always a little bit low band rate and or you know it's it's um bandwidth is what i mean bit rate mm-hmm. i don't know it's both it's low everything <laughs> um, not great is what you're saying yeah it is possible though if you are a wow wow subscriber you can stream it like it is possible to stream wow wow and if you subscribe to it then you can uh you know you can go onto the site you know sign in you can watch various videos of various things uh and it works just great except for wow prime live of course <laughs> somehow they are they they are they have exceeded netflix in their ability to geoblock um it's <laughs> it's i have not been able to get around it and i and i have tried <laughs> uh, yeah so um you know there's there are various plans on how this might wind up being a uh, achievable anyway but i think it's largely going to re- rely on someone in japan <laughs> getting it and sending it our way because uh it's just not it's not possible um i think to to actually stream you know, VPNs don't work. An actual virtual machine sitting in Japan can't get it. <laughs> I don't understand how that is even That's possible. Shocking. But yeah, very interesting technical details. But I suspect what they're doing is they're they're blocking by IP address all of the virtual machine companies. <laughs> you know, so mm. um, VPN endpoints and virtual machines, uh, you know, are, are blocked from streaming. But sure. Anyway, it's a it, it was a it was quite a procedure to get. To, to test all of this stuff and it's just not worked <laughs> none of it's worked so um but i'm still hopeful that we will see the wow broadcast when it when it happens or soon after mm-hmm. i imagine not long after that it'll go on sale because at the very worst sometime this summer you, you'll be able to own it mm-hmm. most yeah. likely because that usually the usually the the order of operations is new membership happens a prior concert happens and then once april 1st rolls around oh hey here's the blu-ray this is your first opportunity to use your new membership mm-hmm. go buy it that's usually mm-hmm. what happens <laughs> yes yep yeah i expect that um there's always a question with wow so for usually what happens with wow is you get um maybe something that has a a little bit of a different you know occasional very small difference in editing um there were usually they'll omit a song or two uh mm-hmm. but there have been cases i think the the main one that i'm thinking of is is big fox festival where it's actually different <laughs> um you know i think in this case it can't be too different because both nights were the same mm-hmm. but um uh at any rate yeah i mean it's mostly it's, the same yeah the, the, right so it's conceivable that wow could show something from a night that's not on the blu-ray for example mm-hmm. Because I think typically they they try to do their recordings off the Sunday recordings, like the second night you mean to put on the Blu-ray, the second second nights for the Blu-ray. Yeah, although I have seen where they've taken stuff from both nights, kind of intermingled it, but for the most part, I think they've tried to take their stuff from sun- the Sunday performances. Yeah, but Big Fox Festival on. Wow, wow took took stuff from night one so it's it swapped out the su solo and um i think it was like 
DJ for Sun Four or something like that. There was a there, there was a there were two swaps um, mm-hmm. in. So, so in fact, if you have the Blu-ray, you mm-hmm. do not have all the songs. I mean, which is kind of crazy, but um, mm-hmm. you have to have both the Wawa broadcast and the Blu-ray to have everything from from that set of shows. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that. Yeah, because that one, the Blu-ray is the Sunday show. It is the October fifth, fourteenth. No, no, no. No, don't know anymore. <laughs> it's the 14th or 15th. I can't remember. Uh, let's see. 2017. I didn't know that it was safe to assume they were always a Saturday and a Sunday. So I always think of it as the second day. <laughs> but Fair enough. Um, well, that one that one was Saturday and Sunday because on Friday was the first time that I saw a band made. I see. And Oscar. Yeah. Um... No, excuse me. I was I was incorrect. It is the fifteenth, October fifteenth, was the Sunday show, twenty seventeen, which was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it does seem surprisingly long ago. In in the chat, we have a suggestion that um, possibly mono- monochrome would be cut from the Wow Wow thing, but I think we I think we sort of know that it isn't cut, or at least uh, if it is cut from the Wow Wow, it's in the promo. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah um, so that would be that would be sort of a weird thing to do they could they i mean you know but um yeah totally up to them <laughs> I, I, I would be pretty surprised if they didn't have monochrome that's you know I, like i think doki doki morning is a is a um that is a little bit of a more of an inside thing you know like if you already know what's going on and you know what's uh, you know what what the meaningfulness of that is then that's relevant to you and the blu-ray audience are going to be the people who care about that stuff not necessarily the miscellaneous wow wow people <laughs> right mm-hmm. so i could see doki doki morning going just to play yeah i suppose just to play devil's advocate on that you, it's not uncommon to have uh footage that doesn't make the final cut of a movie in a trailer for example true i'm yep, not sure yep. if the, i don't know that that would be the same thing here but it, it could happen i guess is my point yep i totally agree plus they yeah. seem to edit this stuff like all the way up until it's aired and then a little bit afterwards mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah, as, as so. chat member saying is is doki doki morning is definitely the the blue the blu-ray seller for sure i think yeah, so i think i think so that's um uh that is a really kind of like a the one or the other one or whatever we are uh kind of a thing <laughs> <laughs> some some so. other thing Yet, yet more. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to Wow. Um, yes. I'm curious to see in what uh, you know what gets cut and what doesn't get cut and mm-hmm. all that. But um, it's going to be a very intense kind of week there at the end of end of March, beginning of April. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. The, the other thing, the other sort of main thing I, that I had to talk about was just the um absolute onslaught of magazine issues that they're in i mean like it's this it's yes. just like uh, it's just like metal uh, metal galaxy i mean it's just like you know all of the same all of the same magazines are putting out cover issues we've got what mm-hmm. krang's already out yes um we could maybe talk about that I'll, I'll just run through them quickly and then we can maybe go through more individually but so krang's already out nikkei entertainment's already out um metal hammer japan <clears throat> is coming soon um uh PMC is coming soon. Young Guitar is coming soon. Rolling Stone Japan is coming soon. Metal <laughs> um, Hammer and, UK, I think, is already out though, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I missed that one. And um, and Hedoban has a a special. Um, they have a sort of an alternate series called Spinoff, and they're um, in Hedoban Spinoff Eleven, uh, which is coming soon. Uh, that's kind of nice because the the normal Hedobans are small, um, and Hedoban Spinoff is like full magazine size too oh nice so yeah translators are going to be busy yes (laughs) thank your translator Mm -hmm. thank your translator by giving them money for pizza right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so we've seen uh we've seen kerrang uh and that was actually you know that was in english um as you would expect uh and the Nikkei Entertainment um, issue is out and already translated by Funny Toss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's oh, oh um, no, yeah, Metal Hammer UK. We do, we do, we have seen that too, right? 
Um, I I don't think I have. Now that I'm now that I'm saying that out loud, we've seen the covers. I've seen the yeah, we've seen the covers, and I think I've only seen like a couple pictures from inside the magazine, but I've not actually seen the the article yet. Same. Where okay, when is it due out? Because uh, I think it is. Yes, it is today. To, or not today. A couple days ago, March second. Um, so it must be in some people's hands. Yes, that's the one that I'm probably a bit more like curious to read of anything because albeit i doubt they say much but on on the cover if you've not seen the metal hammer cover it is double-sided um which is respectable because you know sabaton and maybe metal are going on tour with lodi lori lordy lodi lordy lordy yeah lordy okay (laughs) it's actually but it's it's not actually double-sided though just to quickly put oh, that it's in this not. it's actually complex there there's two different editions so um, oh you like they're two separate magazines like the, completely yeah oh ooh, that sucks it's a little bit scary it is a little scary yeah because i would have i assumed that it was like front cover was one back cover was another oh okay so i was wrong sorry about that yeah so if you order it too early um if there wasn't a way to distinguish them uh, initially now they've actually given them individual numbers so the the one we want is number 372 the one we you know respect but don't want is called uh sabaton is the issue number it is sabaton so you can either order 372 which has big metal on the cover or sabaton which has sabaton on the cover um i think the insides are all the same it's just the cover Right, but so, yes. Um, so okay, but go ahead. But to, to to back to it though, on on the front cover, and, and this is the only time I've really seen it like be very very obvious is uh, the front cover says backstage in Tokyo, baby metal, new album, new show, new member question mark. So yeah. like this is the first time that <laughs> someone has like very obviously be like hey something's going on potentially so not that i think they can say much of anything although i i I think the nikkei might have touched on it a little bit and of course it's the only the fox god knows thing but i figured it might be the same way with the metal hammer but i i don't know but i'm still curious to see what is said about that because that's that's pretty big big thing especially for a big magazine like that to what they say put on blast (laughs) so i i would like to actually read that one if if possible but we'll have to see i didn't order it and i should have but i just uh, i have so many magazines already i don't need more (laughs) although from what i also want to understand if you're if you have an iphone and you have the metal hammer app i don't know if this is specific for the uk or not but there's a Metal Hammer app and you can buy the magazine through the app and have a digital version of it, I think. If I am mm-hmm. incorrect, please let me know. But I did read that somewhere. That would definitely be that would be better than scanning. <laughs> but be better than, yes. yes. Um, it would be better than having to order it and wait for it and yeah. <laughs> oh, but then what do you put you just put your phone on your on your bookshelf? <laughs> no 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 like i said i just uh there's just so many magazines anymore i can't keep up i just i just let it be unless it has some really cool poster in it then i might consider it but like yeah just to have it just to have it i just can't do that anymore it becomes difficult to keep the faith on that (laughs) as as these avalanches come but uh, so far so far i have but um yeah (laughs) Yeah, so Metal Hammer UK, so Louder Sound is basically the same organization, loudersound.com. Um I don't know I don't know who is what. I mean, I think maybe Louder Sound is a is encompasses Metal Hammer or maybe Metal Hammer has the Louder Sound website, but they also had a um here are the 20 greatest baby metal songs ever as voted by you uh, article recently as well. So they're they're all in as usual. I have seen yeah, I have seen the list. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very much one of those fans. It's like I have my own top twenty. I don't need it to be reaffirmed by anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though I think the, the. I mean, the main thing I was thinking was somewhat interesting about this is that uh, Monochrome made it to number four. You know, 2023 song uh, <laughs> made it all the way. Yeah, to that's pretty the interesting. Spot. So, um, and that's uh, Metal Kingdom is six ahead of Karate Syncopation. Um, so divine attack is ten, but but the uh, the the interesting thing is that uh, yeah Nakatsuki is number one, uh, but the uh, 
I'm interested in the fact that the other one songs have, you know, the few that we have have made it, have broken the top 10 like that. Possibly because they're new. I mean, you know, there's there's that as well, but. Uh, there is a, Metal Hammer has a Japan arm as well, fairly recently established. Uh, they're on volume 13 and, and Babe uh, Metal's on the cover of that as well. So. I thought I hadn't really seen that magazine before. A specific Metal Hammer Japan, like they just started like last year or the year before. Like they're they're relatively mm-hmm. new. Yeah, and I, I I'm pretty sure that Bay Metal was on you know cover number one. You know, of yeah, I think they were on the first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, I think they were on right. the first cover. Just, they have not been around long enough for me to associate them with anything other than where they come from. Yeah, but so what's um interesting about that one is that it comes with a double sided poster. There you go, Maggie. <laughs> I know. Not only that, it's it's huge. I mean, so it's um, it looks. To, um, uh, they posted a uh, you know, a tweet, a photo of it, and it's all blurred out. It's very funny. You can't, so you don't actually get to see what the contents of the of the uh, poster are. <laughs> but you can kind of maybe see. Uh, you can maybe get a little bit of an idea of what the the costumes are. But it, they look a little potentially different um and that may be why they blurred it out but it's also hmm. like uh you know it's four times as big as the magazine it's it's folded twice at least um, mm-hmm. and it's double-sided so you have to get two <laughs> yeah as a reference for the powerful size i took a picture with volume four of this magazine much bigger than the last poster the image is a print sample and will be cut and folded vertically and horizontally from here sewing is also possible so it's easy to remove this process is quite expensive <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. if, but if you want to put you know both up, then you need two copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is due out March thirteenth. Although I'm putting the tinfoil hat on. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, I know the sleeves look the same um, as far as like like the arm lace that they've been wearing, the long sleeve arm lace. But yeah, it might actually be an entirely new outfit because. Mm-hmm. Moa's sleeve, the shoulders are puffed instead of pointed, and Moa's sleeve is just way like it's it's fluffy. And then yeah. Sue doesn't really have one. They're obviously doing fox signs, I think, or it looks like they are. But hmm, I don't know. I might yeah, yeah might get this. <laughs> it kind of looks like the uh, the shoulders are less wide too yeah that's kind of what i'm once again tinfoil hat that's i think that's part of it now I'm, i just now think I'm the blur curious. effect is kind of cool yeah it is true <laughs> that is really neat <laughs> it is pretty cool it's a cool mosaic i think it's usually the case i haven't checked but osmart usually will sell these um if you can't figure out any other place to get it you could you can order it on osmart um i don't usually do that i usually use um what do i use uh newsstand.co.uk mm-hmm. for most of these uh for metal hammer japan amazon uh works amazon code jp mm-hmm. uh another thing that i've just noticed i'm scrolling into the picture a bit more and there is a bit that's not like you know taken away which is how i could tell the sleeves were different but sue's outfit looks like a bit of the gold 10 baby metal years outfit so i don't know but then i mm-hmm. look at look at moa's and moa's looks moa's looks a little bit different so i'm not sure hot take they're identical yeah it's nothing there could be maybe <laughs> yeah if you're if you're looking at it close up uh go look at the top of sue's head you can see that uh uh at least the hair thing is the, the hair same. pieces <laughs> is spiky yeah yeah they are and actually when, yeah now that i'm looking at this I bet you could undo this mosaic. I think all the information in this image is still there. Because um, like, if you look at her face, you can see a bunch of little copies of her face. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I just noticed that. <laughs> hmm. That would be uh, some pretty next level dedication to sitting down. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not, I mean, like they didn't, they didn't do a particularly good job of, of actually removing the information. I mean, like they could have blurred it and made it impossible, but they didn't. I suppose. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is this is interesting. Although, like I said, it's it's I don't know which way it could go, but I guess we'll see. We have a timeline of all these things. Um, so March 10th, we have Young Guitar and PMC. March 13th, Metal Hammer Japan. March 25th, Rolling Stone Japan. Uh, but one issue about all of those is that they are all in March. Um, they are all pre-Fox uh, Day. So, True. Mm. So, yeah. They're not going to reflect what happens on Fox Day. True. Hedabon, um put this in their spinoff series, the spinoff 11. Uh, and it's quite possible that the next Hedabon, the real one, the, the next in the main series, will be them, but about the, you know whatever changes there were. It's possible. The, I mean, the, the speculation was that Hedabon didn't want to put them on the cover two issues in a row. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah. uh, so they put one in the spinoff and one in the regular. But, um, but I'm sure there's going to be another pile of these, you know, another three young guitars to get and another PMC and probably more Hedo's Bond. <laughs> there is, what is it, PMC Volume 27 on March 10th? They're on the cover of that, holding their forks. <laughs> As you do. Some cool, uh, yeah. some cool forks, though. Yeah. <laughs> They're in Young Guitar. The Young Guitar one actually looks quite impressive. Um, over 100 pages, they claim, of big metal content. So they're on the front cover holding guitars instead of forks. Um, and they there's a long interview with Sue Metal, with Mo Metal, uh, I guess together, and then one with Koba Metal. There's Isao uh, doing playing analysis. There's a score for Divine Attack and Monochrome. There's a gear review and an album review. So mm-hmm. it's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's intense. That's exciting. Yeah, and the and they're sitting on a throne of guitars instead, and it's actually the um, the Metal Galaxy guitar that they released back in the day. Oh, is it? Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, okay, it is. Yep, I just took a look at it. It's that it has the swirly galaxy in the middle, and it has all the stars on the side of it. It's, yeah, nice. So yeah, that one's going to be good. I think. Yeah, I think that's a nine. Is it? I'm I'm not very knowledgeable about guitars but that's like their special like seven or nine string guitar or something i can't remember but you can you can just i guess you can just count the that's pegs right one two three <laughs> looks four, like nine five. okay yeah so i was right it's got your ball yeah, yeah. <laughs> and young guitar in the past has they keep feeding out issues so i expect there are going to be like two or three more with more scores from the album but I think that for the most part, this one looks like it's the main one, the big one. Um, Rolling Stone Japan. It actually has uh, Babe Metal on the cover and it says Mirror, Mirror. So that's interesting. That's March 25th. Um, it's, it, they're on the back cover, though, on this one. It's still pretty cool. Not though. that it matters, but yeah. And what else? The Hedabon spinoff. They're on the back cover of that, too, actually. On, um, so the front is Love Bites. For Hedabon spinoff, and the front is the last rock stars for Rolling Stone Japan. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny. the the They kind of sold the spinoff eleven as being um, the Hedabon spinoff as being like having two covers, but uh, really they're on the back cover. <laughs> I mean, they're on the back cover with like the barcodes and all the other stuff you know that is normally on the back cover. So anyway, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yes what they say in all of those and we look forward to appreciating greatly our translators yes always absolutely buy your translator at pizza <laughs> uh, speaking of that we have uh, so what the the first thing that we have a translation of um is a pretty strange magazine actually i, I at least i was surprised it wasn't in the rotation of magazines i think about um called nikkei uh entertainment and I don't know really even know what the you know the subject matter of that is. It's probably just a general entertainment magazine. But um, they had they they have a they had a, on the cover they had a little thing that said you know, Babe Metal. It really didn't look like it was much. Didn't seem like it was going to be uh, a very large proportion of the magazine. Uh, but it turned out to be actually a fairly elaborate interview. Interview. I think it's it may still only be a couple of pages, but it's uh, but there's a lot in there. So. Uh, Funny Toss has translated that, and and we encourage everybody to go read it. But uh, anyone you want to talk about that? Yeah, they said it's kind of just a 
it was just a bit of a side story kind of album. So they were able to explore as, as baby metal does in, in other, you know, possibilities. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Sue had mentioned, you know, the, the, which is where I got the kind of dark terminology from. She's Sue had said, you know, there's not been an album where there's been such a dark collection of, of, you know, songs put together, which I agree. <laughs> you know, they, they mentioned, you know, what their favorite songs were. And of course, as per baby metal norm, um, there are some songs that actually have been recorded not recently, <laughs> um, which yeah, I that think was my big takeaway. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was, that was one of the more, most the, the interesting things here was the, the age of monochrome. <laughs> Yeah, monochrome and, has been out and believing for like is even older. Yeah, believing in monochrome both have been within the four to five year development essentially. Which I know that um, I think it was believing that they had said that there's some audio from from way back when mashed with stuff from or is time warp? It might have been time warp that they said that there was audio from like the past and the and the current and everything's kind of mixed in together, oh, which would be cool. And that also you know makes sense with it being called time warp. Your time wave, not time warp. Oh lord, I think my energy's kind of like ugh. Now it's now it's boom. Um, <laughs> brain went down way. Anywho, um, it's okay. <laughs> although monochrome, I guess, like they thought was a little bit more on the lighter side of things, but everyone, of course, once again, had kind of interpreted it to be very sad and, and very powerful. And she was just like, she's like, oh, that wasn't the interpretation we were really going for. But, if, you know, I guess it kind of just depends on how you're feeling at the time. So, you know, she, she acknowledges that. It, depending on how you're feeling at the time may depend on how you feel about whatever song you're listening to, which is, I mean, is kind of typical. Moa has has made note that she would like to try her hand at writing, although she doesn't think that she'd be... She kind of feels like her limits her to being about song four level, <laughs> which was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take another one of those. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Still um, waiting for song five. Yes, Indeed. I, okay, I do actually have to read one word for word, one bit for for word, because mm-hmm. there was a bit that Moa had said that I just was like, oh, this is really cool and kind of powerful. Um, let me see if I can find. Yeah, here we go. We really do live through our concerts since we make very few media appearances. Concerts are the only place where we directly convey our feelings, which is true. Uh, I believe it's essential for us to do so through our shows. Nowadays, AI can do a lot of things. And with the evolution of social media, there is a lot of fake news and other complications. That is why something you can see for yourself in real life is so important. And I think the value of such shows will increase dramatically in the future. I like to make the most out of every opportunity to perform live. I just it kind of was just like, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it's very, very true. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a very powerful quote from Moa. Go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so she had said that. And they also made note that, you know, the first show of this year, the January show, was like the opening part of their restoration process. And that the Pia MM concert may be the conclusion of the restoration process and that it will take two days to complete it. So please come to both. Yep. So that's, <laughs> Good marketing. I, I, I brow wiggle. <laughs> Pretty cool. Probably what it really means is don't miss day two. If you're going to come to yes. just one day, make it be day two. <laughs> it's true. Probably. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, with that stuff about uh, monochrome and Sue sort of interpreting it as sort of less deep than it sort of came to be viewed as in the, uh, uh, like, once the the video came came along with it and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing, once it was released. For some of that stuff, you know, so not for Divine Attack, but for monochrome, in a sense, she's interpreting it just like we are, right? I mean, like, 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 she is not she doesn't have an advantage over anyone else, you know, like uh, she also maybe not interpreting it the way it was written. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, 
like it, it, it's not that she, she didn't write it, you know, she didn't have an intent herself. She's also kind of reflecting or interpreting someone else's intent. Mm-hmm. Like she was, she talked about this a little bit with, um, uh, Starlight, I guess that her understanding of it kind of evolved, uh, from being sort of like a, a lonely song to, to one that's more connected, not in this article, but at some point when she was talking right. about Starlight, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that was forever but, ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- she did say something that was a little bit along, along the lines of, you know, if you listen again from a fresh angle, you might see something different in, in the song. Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of discussion of her writing the lyrics for divine attack too. Um, that was, that was, you know, the, Ma said she was proud of Sue, and that was where uh, Ma came up with this belief that uh, you know she probably peaked at song four. But then there was, <laughs> there was actually a, a kind of a funny, um, you know, she says, "If the fox god chooses me, I'd like to try to write something again." And it does feel like that's kind of like, "Come on, give me a chance," <laughs> you know. Uh, they keep saying no. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. She's always she's always she's always kind of leaned into the lore. In a way that's yeah. kind of uniquely her style. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I read that more honestly as foreshadowing or something she wants to do, not that she misses doing or needs permission to do. But the other thing I was thinking about when I was thinking about this earlier was that uh, I I could just see her like not being able to help putting jokes in every every third line, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, might. It, it might be a, a different sort of feel to it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Anything else that I wanted to say on here? Um, the fact that we have these old songs making appearances. I mean, I, you know, it's mind boggling that monochrome, you know, they claim monochrome has been around for four or five years. And mm-hmm. in fact, um, it says monochrome was also recorded a while back, maybe four or five years ago. So, that suggests, I mean, like, I suspect the vocals may be more recent than that, but quite possibly a lot of that instrumental stuff is that old. Mm-hmm. So we've heard similar things about um, Night Night Burn, you know, that it was it was Magitsune era. Um, mm-hmm. But I, you know, I, right. don't, I think what that means is essentially like they were playing around with this idea all the way up until four months before Metal Galaxy came out and then they recorded it, you know. It's not like they finished it and then just sat on it, because uh, clearly, you know, it's not kid voices and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And and we, I think we knew that they added the kind of Latin element late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a recent twist. Still, it does mean Monochrome was out there available when they were assembling Metal Galaxy uh, in some way. And and this, it was not, you know, that wasn't sort of part of that process. So mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been a bad add to that album, I don't think. I think it fits in pretty pretty well with what we're getting from mm-hmm. the other one. Um, I could True. I could almost see that maybe that's like the thing that they're building the other one around. You know, they had that and they thought let's do a whole album that kind of fits with this. Possibly, yeah. I, I think we'll never know, but but I guess it does it does uh, you know lend even more support to the idea that there may well be a bunch of stuff that's sitting there, you know. 90% done and ready to go. Yeah, how wild is that? That was again, that was the most shocking part of this interview for me. Yeah. And it and it's still shocking. It's not the first time we've heard stuff like this. Like I mm-hmm. would love a tour of the shelf where all of this stuff lives and has lived for 10 yeah. years. Mhm. I mean, it's probably it's probably fairly common for any band to like, you know, play around with ideas that never quite make it out. Um and mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I guess like it's not necessarily like it's it, it might well be that they were right to say like this is less good than the things that went on the album, <laughs> so we will we <laughs> left it out intentionally, but um, uh, or it needs you know more time to be worked on or something like that. But it does seem like mm-hmm. the things that we hear that finally do make it on albums um, were good. <laughs> you know they wind up being good. Mm-hmm. They, they don't wind up being like B sides. <laughs> so mm-hmm. right, is there such a thing as a B side anymore? I mean, there are no sides, right? It's just like an iTunes, you know, purchase. I mean, if you buy the vinyl. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. That's then about you get it. The... <laughs> I, I was I was quite impressed with this interview. Um, mm-hmm. I was not expecting it to be anything but just like you know they played a show, you know, good for them, <laughs> and it turned out to be actually mm-hmm. with some content, and it's pretty conversational and 
you know, like you feel like you're learning something when you read it. Yeah, absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. And it was turned around super quick. I mean, like like the the issue came out, and like a day later, we had the the um, translation. Yeah. I mean, it was a there was a heroic effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so thank you, Funny Toss. All right, I think I'm sort of flipping through the notes I made, and I don't see anything that I that we didn't talk about that yeah, I skipped I over. I don't think there's much else right now other than we just kind of wait for we wait wait for the fifth song to be released and then album day. Mm-hmm. Everybody getting their shipments in from Asmart. Album day will be exciting. It will be. Yeah. Very much so. I'm excited. I think this is pretty cool that it's um that it's actually I mean, all of this stuff is piled together. I mean, so we have album day, but album day is like Fox Day Eve <laughs> and and Concert Eve too. I mean like it's uh, I don't mm-hmm. um I mean I guess the, the concerts aren't usually Fox Day. I don't think. I mean, usually. What does that Not mean? There haven't been that many Fox Days. <laughs> but You mean um, a concert on Fox Day or a concert announced yeah. on Fox Day? Um I think there's only been the two. There's been that was Wembley was on Fox Day, which is when Fox Day really started and then yeah, this one. So I don't think there's been any other ones. But yeah, so I, I made a little list of things that I think are coming up. And, and uh, you know, we have we have Fox Day on April 1st. Baby Metal begins April 1st and 2nd. We have somewhere in March, we have the fifth song. We have, you know, all these magazines. We have the listening on March 22nd. Release date of the album, March 24th. Wow, wow, on March 25th. Um, April 14th, the Sabaton tour begins. Mm-hmm. So... Which is quick. I mean, you know, that's two weeks from Fox Day. <laughs> so April 2nd, almost everybody is thinking they're going to, they're going to, you know, add a third member based on the mm-hmm. iconography that came out of the Makuhari Messi show. I don't know if we want to talk about that. I mean, I don't know if it makes sense to talk about that. It sort of feels like either we've talked about it or that the options are obvious. <laughs> Or maybe the option is obvious. I think we've said all we need to say in multiple places. And now yeah. it's just kind of yeah. wait and see what happens. Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's really only three options. So, but still. Yeah. And we... of those three options, only one is actually an option. <laughs> so. I mean, um, yes. Well, I, I don't mean three options. That, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll jump into it. You can either have option A, which would be, hey, Momoko is going to be the new member. Two, uh, some random other person we don't know is going to, or at some point in time may have known if you are into the Japanese world, is going to be a new member. Or three, they're just going to do some rando thing. There's your three options. <laughs> so option, option option three would include uh, just continuing with the adventures. Essentially. Yeah. It would be surprising to me if it were anything but option one. No, sorry, option mm-hmm. A. <laughs> I think it went A, two, three, right? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, I do sort of feel like we're close enough that it almost doesn't matter what we guess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. When, we're going to know. What we're happens, know happens. And people probably, yeah. uh, I'm sure with most of these magazines, someone has like, there's there's got to be an inside knowledge of, of something somewhere that somebody here around knows something already so it's like uh, oh there's already yeah. articles written that are waiting to be announced exactly April 3rd, I'm, sure. I'm sure exactly or even on the second i think um metal hammer uk one one of the things i didn't mention uh when we were talking about that but the um it's clear that they have you know they they have listened to and are sort of in a sense reviewing the album i mean like they've got the whole thing they talk about how it how it all fits together they don't reveal anything in particular about anything we don't already know about but but they have the album and i assume everybody else you know all the all all the other media outlets do Uh, and it wouldn't be surprising that Mm -hmm. some of them know but they're not going to tell us i mean they they'll be ready to go as soon as it's public but we're not going to get a leak from them exactly Mm -hmm. oh god no oh they'd be fired (laughs) speaking of although they're not fired but speaking of and this is just a random tidbit but um graham who has been an avid baby metal (laughs) fan for years and has interviewed them for a lot has is now no longer working with 
think it's Loudwire or Metal Hammer or one of the two, one of those big um, European magazines. He's no longer working with them anymore, which is sad. I saw that on Twitter the other day. Time for new blood. Uh, yeah. New career path for the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Possibly. That'd be cool. He did very good interviews. Like he somehow managed to um, negotiate the interviews well so that uh, he got things out of them. They were comfortable with him. And mm-hmm. and so. Um, oh, yeah. His, his interviews with Baby Metal was always very nice and just, you know, very calming and kind of gentle and. They seemed comfortable and... His name is Graham Hartman. Yeah. From Loudwire. Yeah. It was Loudwire. Okay. Yeah. There will be more interviews in it. And in fact, actually, yes. the uh, it's it matters a little less now that everybody's grown up. <laughs> you know, that it's... You know, I think they can probably manage to conduct an interview well, even with a bad interviewer. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe... I mean, maybe he'll just like go to shows then. We'll see him there. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> It'd be cool. He's a good guy. He's been through a lot, but he's a good guy. What else do we talk about? Anything else? Well, that's it on my end, I think. Hey, no, I think now we wait. Yes. Yeah, now we wait. Just waiting game for um, exa- almost exactly a month. Yeah. Well, like three weeks from today is is uh, is when we're there, right? I mean, like, well, true. Three weeks from the, today the, is the album 25th. will come first. Album, album come first, yeah. then concert. <laughs> yeah. So... I suspect that we'll wind up recording somewhere in there between album and concert, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, maybe we can hold our, maybe we can contain our thoughts until the concerts are over. We'll see. <laughs> but um, I'll be just a nervous ball of nerves. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Excellent. Well, thanks uh, everyone for, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out in the, in the podcast room and, and for recording with me and mm-hmm. uh, yes, this this has been good um and that is it for this episode join us on the baby metal podcast discord to continue the conversation rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it so please do that we'll be back here in maybe three weeks uh something like that we hope you'll join us then and until then see you see you